The Postal Service delivered more than a billion packages during its peak holiday season, and that's the good news. But it also fell far short of its service targets, so some customers waited weeks for stuff to arrive. Now USPS is about to release a 10-year strategy to put the agency on firmer financial footing. This has the Postal Board of Governors has a new chairman to oversee it all. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. And Jory, let's start with the just-concluded holiday season. What is the final tally on how that looked? So the Postal Service, it kind of went through quite the end of year last year. It delivered more than a billion packages this holiday season, and it ended the first quarter in the black for the first time in a while. Just to drill back on those packages, that's a 25% increase in volume. That's for the quarter. For the holiday season alone, it was a 40% increase. And this is a $2 billion increase in package revenue compared to the same period for fiscal 2020. So a lot to celebrate there for sure. But also Postal Service has been dealing with a lot of delays and this was no exception for the holiday season. Uh, The Postal Service had customers waiting weeks in some instances for mail and packages. In a meeting of the USPS Board of Governors, Postmaster General Louis DeJoy He was saying that the agency did all it could. It hired more than 50,000 seasonal workers and hired 10,000 full-time employees. But he said that overall performance was disappointing. All in all, we threw everything we had at it. No cost cutting, no efficiency initiatives, no relaxation of any effort anywhere. And yet we missed our service standards by far and disappointed the nation. Yeah, so Louis DeJoy is acknowledging the delays I think anyone who gets mail can attest to. I know I got some letters in mid-January that were mailed in mid-December, so we know that's been happening. What does he say USPS is doing about those delays? Because they're continuing. Again, the Postmaster General says that they are rolling out a 10-year strategy. Postal watchers will recognize that that has been a thing that has been on the Postal Service's radar since Postmaster General Megan Brennan Louis DeJoy's predecessor here. So this has been expected, and Congress has been asking for this for quite some time now. But the Postmaster General is saying that this is going to be coming out in the coming weeks here. And he gave a bit of a preview of what to expect. It really does fall along three lines here. Reinvesting in the Postal Service's infrastructure, that specifically means a new fleet of delivery vehicles and package rotation equipment. The Postal Service has some pretty robust mail sorting equipment, but nothing that's really comparable for its package side of the business. Also a focus on reinvesting in the USPS workforce and bringing workers into the fold who currently are in non-career positions, offering them career positions. And the third tier here is that DeJoy said that the Postal Service will continue to deliver mail six days a week. That's not only what's in the books now legally, but he said it's just simply the right thing to do. And he said that overall, these are all the things that the Postal Service will need to do to continue to stay relevant. For too many years, postal employees have been asked to do more with less, forced to employ antiquated systems, utilize outmoded equipment, and drive outdated vehicles. This drives up costs and slows down service for our customers. We cannot afford to keep this up. And Postmaster Louis DeJoy mentioning keeping this up. The question is, will he be kept up? Because there is new USPS leadership at the Board of Governors. Tell us more about that, Jory. There has been a shakeup with the leadership of the USPS Board of Governors. They have a new chairman. They elected a new chairman, Ron Bloom, who is a former Treasury official during the Obama administration and one of two Democrats who are currently serving on the board. This all came to light after the former chairman, Robert Mike Duncan, who is one of the Republicans on the board, said that he had no intention of seeking reelection. And it's worth pointing out that we're probably not going to see Bloom serve in this role for particularly long. 
he was approved by the Senate for a term that expired actually last December, but he's eligible to stay on the board for an additional holdover year. So the longest we can expect him to stay on the board is December of this year. And what's worth pointing out here is that Bloom has served on the Board of Governors Strategy and Innovation Committee, and that he has really spearheaded this 10-year strategy effort. And he's also encouraged USPS management to develop pricing and promotion strategies for its small business customers. Here he is reiterating what DeJoy had said earlier, that the Postal Service just can't keep continuing the way it's been going. Our current level of service is acceptable to no one at the Postal Service, and we are committed to urgently addressing this vital issue. But even as we improve our service, and we will and we are, we must face the fact that we are not financially viable. Although, as you said, Jory, there is some financial viability in the last quarter because they turned a profit. So how are they doing short term? Yeah, they are doing better than they had expected around this time a year ago. With the pandemic, they have seen some losses, some significant losses and package volume and revenue have helped them considerably. But they really are expecting that to only be a short term surge in their profits. We had heard from the USPS chief financial officer, Joe Corbett, the drop in mail that they have seen now he's compared to the drop in mail during the 2008 recession. And that was volume that never really came back to the agency. And he said that for the medium to long-term outlook for the Postal Service, that's probably going to be the same case as what they saw in 2008. All right. And I'll ask the question we ask every couple of weeks or so anyway, any congressional reform plan that's shaping up to have reality here? Yeah, there's a postal reform bill that has been introduced in the House and Senate that passed the House last year, and it seems like it would have the momentum that would be needed to cross the finish line this time. It's the USPS Fairness Act, and it would simply undo the prefunding requirement that the Postal Service has been under since 2006 to prefund retiree health benefits well into the future. It has the backing of all the major postal unions as well as NARF. And postal leadership, for their end of things, have welcomed this legislation and say it's a step in the right direction. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.